You're listening to DraftKings Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. God bless football, Billy. God bless football, Stugatz, huh? Yeah, you're excited. You got a smile on your face today, Billy. Before we get to uh, last night's game, and it was a great game, the Chiefs and the Chargers, there's still a little something off with the Chiefs. <laughs> you know. I don't know what it is. You know. <laughs> there was a player two here and there. Yeah. You're like, oh, Patty, what are we doing here? It's like... <laughs> One yard to go here on fourth down. You can't get it three feet. What are we doing? Put it on the pole. Was there a play or two where you were like, Patty, what are you doing here? Mm. (laughs) Please put that on the pole. Before we get to that game, Billy, did you know that because bowl season is here for college football kicks off today? Yes. Did you know there was a Jimmy Kimmel Bowl? I heard that there was a Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. I did hear that's incredible, right? I know. Like people were like, wow, Barstool's getting their own bowl, which is like, you know, a company's getting their I guess lots of companies get their own bowl, but a media company's getting a bowl named after them. And all along, Jimmy Kimmel had a bowl named after him. It's the uh, Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl presented by Stifle. (laughs) What is Stifle? I have no idea. (laughs) But it is the Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl presented by Stifle, Utah State, taking on Oregon State. I mean, Jimmy should have bought a better bowl. But here's the uh, – it's not a great one, Bill. Uh, The only reason I bring it up is I was doing Stu You Gots this morning, and I was reading every bowl game uh, because I'm picking every bowl game uh, for the entire bowl season. And that went well for me a couple of years ago when I started 0-16. Uh, but I was reading it, and I was going through them, and I got to the Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl presented by Stifle, and it made me laugh. <laughs> so, hmm. What would you want your bowl Also name? jealous because I don't have a bowl name, right? Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, what would you want yours to be named? Uh, wow, that's a good question. So it's the Stugatz Bowl? Is that what you're saying? Stugatz Miami Bowl presented by something? Well, would you want it to be in Miami? Would you want it to be the Stugatz Bowl? It could be the Wiener Bowl. Who knows? Anything yeah. you want. Um, I'm thinking, well, a bowl, pack a bowl, cannabis. I would mm-hmm. like it to be named after a cannabis company. Well, then it wouldn't be named after you, so. Yeah, but the it would be the, <laughs> the Stugatz Miami Bowl presented by MedMed. How about that? Hmm. By the what way, Stugatz, real quick, yeah. before we get to Daily Fantasy and before we get to Thursday Night Football, speaking of bowls, 
The yeah. show is having a bowl mania contest on DraftKings that you can take part in where you pick every bowl game and there's going to be a winner. Go to dkng.co slash Lebitard Bowl Mania. You can pick all the bowl games. Uh, it locks when the bowl games start. It's not one of those things where as things are going, you can change your pick. So get it in before the first bowl game starts on Friday and you can win your share of $1,000. Okay, just so uh, we're all clear, that's the Bahamas Bowl. <laughs> it is. I love the Bahamas Bowl. It is Toledo and Middle Tennessee. I took Toledo and Steve, you got spoiler alert. Wow, jeez. <laughs> Don't give away the good so early, you know. What I did, Billy, was I picked every bowl game starting today until next Friday, and then I'll mm. pick it up after. <laughs> we'll see how I'm doing after that, and then we'll pick it up from there. Heady play. Thank you. Uh, and then, of course, you got the Tail Greeter Cure Bowl, Northern Illinois, taking on Coastal Carolina me. today. Don't tell me who you got. <laughs> I won't tell you. I, I need to you listen. Much. I can't wait to hear. TNF, huh? What does that mean? Thursday night football. <laughs> yeah, it's early, Billy. Uh, it was a great game last night. Uh, Chiefs and Chargers. Chiefs win the game in overtime. Walk-off touchdown by Travis Kelsey. Uh, Kelsey with a little dance after the game, <laughs> saying that the swagger is back in Kansas City. Uh, that game lived up to everything we thought it was going to be, Billy. Those might be – those two quarterbacks are so exciting to see Mahomes and Herbert. And basically, fighting it out for the division last night uh, was a great game that delivered. It's also a great game that kept me up very late last night. Too late, honestly. Too late. <laughs> yeah. It was also the rare – Double in regulation, double too much time left. Gave him too much time left because Mahomes <laughs> got the ball back with like two minutes left. And I'm like, mm, that's too much time for Mahomes. He's going to tie the game up. And then he scored in like what felt like 12 seconds. Right. And then I was like, that's too much time for Herbert, except it wasn't too much time for Herbert. Right. Um, and then I thought Herbert left too much time for Mahomes at the end of regulation. I really did. Mm -hmm. He had three timeouts, like 17 seconds to get, to get him into field goal range. It was the triple too much time left. <laughs> Very rare. Travis and Kelsey, they, good, huh? Uh, he's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Travis Kelsey, for those of you who don't know, uh, and he spent some time with us out in Lake Tahoe and came on the show. And we like Travis Kelsey around here. And he's become friendly with my daughter. But and and, and <laughs> phrasing you should clarify that <laughs> they have the same trainer uh, in Fort Lauderdale. They work out together. It's a place that helps get college kids ready for the NFL. And then some of the NFL guys stay with that trainer. Uh, and Kelsey is one of those guys. And so Rachel also trains with him. Because she's uh, going to the NFL. She's going to Northwestern to play women's oh. lacrosse. She committed and she starts next year. No, she's not going to the NFL. And they have the same trainer. And therefore, a relationship has been formed between Kelsey and my daughter, of course, with the trainer, where they are friendly. They'll text each other, uh, so, uh, so on and so forth. But... Uh, Travis Kelsey is going to waltz into the Hall of Fame five years after the day he retires. Mm. Travis Kelsey is one of the best tight ends ever. Last night, uh, he had 10 catches, 191 yards, two touchdowns. Tariq Hill, 12 catches, 148 yards, and one touchdown. Uh, the Chiefs are good, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they figured it out. Something's a little off. I mean, <laughs> Things seem to be clicking now. Um. What they do last week? Do you remember how many that points doesn't they matter. I, this is what I know, and, and you should take credit. You for know this. they're good. Well, yeah. Golik should take credit for this. Things seem to turn around after Andy Reid was on the show. That's a good point. Mm. Uh, they put up forty-eight points against the Raiders, and then they put up thirty-four against the Chargers. Yeah, and the Chargers the beat them earlier this year. So, and the Raiders I mean, that doesn't count. 
I'm, I, Billy, I still feel like something's a little off. I'm not yeah. even joking. I don't care how good they were last night. I still feel like something's a Do little... Do it in the playoffs. They used to win those games 41-24. to 24. <laughs> Well, they've done it in the playoffs. They've been uh, the back-to-back Super Bowl. Not last year. <laughs> so they're not back yet, is what you're saying. No, they're back. I just, you know, I don't want to give up on this yet. I don't I'm either. really trying to support you. I think that they're fine, but you're, you still seem to think something's a little bit off. Um, I want to keep the bit going. Yeah. God bless football, Billy. Uh, Billy, by the way, you had mentioned the college bowl contest we're doing with DraftKings. Is there a weekly football contest for our listeners of God bless football? There is. Go to dkng.co slash levitard, uh, or we'll put out the link a little bit later. Compete against us. Last week's, you guys, not my week again. What happened? Well, I feel like it was a solid 600 performance last week, but I don't want to spoil anything. If you listen to an episode of Stupidity, we have on three people competing for the DraftKings uh, world title, I guess, where they're going to they're, they're gonna try to win $2.5 million. I took some notes on what their strategies are. Vastly different from what I've been doing. So maybe this is the week that I turn it around using other people's successful strategies. Did you notice I was asking those questions? You were sitting right in front of me. I yeah. asked those questions for you. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> These say These three word. guys are competing for $2.5 million, okay, uh, this weekend at the Lowe's Hotel in Miami. Check it out on Stupidity. It was a fun episode. We'll, uh, we'll air it today. Uh, but I was asking those questions for, for you, for your benefit, yeah. Billy. Well, thank you, Stu Gatz. Look at you, always thinking of others. <laughs> Happy holidays. God bless the holidays. Chris, are you good? Are you okay? Yeah, we're, we're, we were Why? talking before you came on in. We're worried about you, man. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. La- yeah, last week, it. it seemed like the two of people finally got you to your breaking point, <laughs> yeah. and you just kind of lost it on them. And we see you're saying that Josh Allen was better than Tom Brady. Like, are we okay? Is everything all right? Wait, wait, wait. Okay, all right. So wait. We're just checking right. in. We care about you, Chris. Yeah, That's no right. judgment. Well, Save space. Well, Save well, space. Because this is what happens. Like, idiots like Big Cat from Barstool, right? right. They love to, like, put out, you know, again, he's going to defend Tua, even though he doesn't think Tua's good, but he's going to play to that crowd and just rile crap up. Because <laughs> I made a comment that Taysom Hill was every bit as accurate as Tua. Right. And then, of course, Taysom Hill broke his finger in the first quarter of the game. And everyone's like, look at him missing these throws. He's not. What a stupid thing Sim says. Oh, no, he only played the four games before that. I mean, the year before and threw for 72 percent. And he didn't throw (laughs) dink and dunk passes. But no, how dare I say that? I mean, come on. Two was throwing the ball five yards down the field. Shut up to Anon. Second thing. Are you on? <laughs> Second thing, Billy. Yeah, Billy. Oh. Are you guys oh, kidding you me? Mother- yeah, <laughs> you. You piss me off now. Here we go. Yeah. Right. Hey, we're just making sure you're okay, Sid. Yeah. Don't lash out at us. Anger, man. I defended you on the air. What game could anybody be watching to think that Josh Allen didn't play better than Tom Brady last week? One guy's on an all-star team that literally is the reason the other team came back because he couldn't hit wide open throws. Tom Brady, like, had the ball twice at 24-3 at midfield, missed people wide open, had the ball at 24-10, missed people wide open, and then one guy who's carrying the whole team by himself. If Josh Allen was on the Bucks, that game would have been 56-10. to It would have been no game. People got to get out of this. Brady's really good. He's yeah. 44. He never makes a playoff schedule. 
He never does anything outside the realm of the playbook, really. Unless he has a clean pocket, then he'll make a great throw. So, come on. People got to get over this and get into reality. It's, it's who won, insane. Who won the game? Uh, who? Yeah, the Bucks won the game. Right. So, so that's all wa- everybody who, goes by. Who threw a walk-off touchdown pass? I mean. <laughs> uh, on that, oh, that four-yard wide-open crosser? Oh, my God. It was a two-a-play. Nobody could have done that. Nobody. So Wait, but you- Sims, in, in his defense, you have told me the importance of the accuracy on those kind of throws. Like, that's the difference. If he, if he leads them perfectly, which he did. Right. Sure. That's the difference between a touchdown and not a touchdown. So at least yeah, I, I'm not just dis- I'm not disagreeing. I'm not disagreeing with that. But like again, like Josh Allen could do that in his sleep, and so I could know. Aaron Rodgers and Mahomes and all the other great quarterbacks. But right. for some reason, they, when Brady does it, we just go, "Wow!" Listen, I love Tom Brady, but I can't stand some of the shit and the talk around it sometimes. I just right. can't. So I got to fight back against it because it's it's ludicrous. It is absolutely one guy has a defense getting killed. He's got one receiver and no running game. He's the best runner on the field, him and Leonard Fournette, and he's the best quarterback on the field. And people still go, yeah, but Brady's team won, so he's better, right? Yeah. No, it's not, not right. Were Sorry. you doing me Sorry. there? Was that me? No, I'm doing dumb New Yorker, dumb tri-stater. Well, that's what right there. Guys, yeah. <laughs> so are you okay? Or? Yeah, but are you yeah, okay? Yeah, yeah, but are you not okay? Now. You pissed me off, Billy. Not now. Now I'm on. To and on. But are you okay? All right, what do you idiots want to talk about? Let's go. Well, we're making sure you're okay first. I mean, you're our friend. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Chris, let's start with... With, um, let's start here. Has a coach yeah. ever kicked you? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, they have not ever kicked me. I know. It's, it's unbelievable. There's one story after another from that guy the whole year. So what I mean, do you literally. make? Yeah, what do you make of that whole situation? Well, like, again, this is the difference between college and the NFL. College, you can be a dictator. You got young kids. You're too afraid to say anything when the coach treats them the wrong way. You know, they've been taught, like, respect your elders. And, again, NFL players are the same way, but there's a line that when you cross it, they're going to go, what the hell? And, listen, the guy's a kicker, and I'm sure you could have fun with him, and he could have nudged him or knocked him off balance or done whatever, and he wouldn't have said a thing. He obviously kicked him hard enough to where he felt like he had to go, like, say something. And, again, uh, and also – Within doing that, knowing that his career's on the line, if people find out that he said something about a coach or finally released it the other day, like, hey, come on, I don't know what else to say about Urban Meyer. It was just a debacle. He did not understand what he was signing up for. See, this is the, the difference between college and the NFL, the dictatorship. It's about recruiting and talking to moms and dads. It's very little X's and O's and schemes. The NFL, as we've seen, Teams like the Jets can beat the Tennessee Titans on a given Sunday. It's so close. The advantages that are gained between the better team and the worst team, you know, is about how detailed you are in the offseason and, and, and draft evaluation and free agency. And then your ability to think outside the box and come up with game plans during the season and know what your team is and know what they're not and formulate game plans around that. And, you know, that was just in way, you know, way over his head as far as that department was concerned. And I think Jacksonville finally got to the point where they went, wait, it's like a laundry list of things. And I don't know if it's ever going to end here. We just need to cut the cord and move on. And, and so they did. And, you know, I, I'm not shocked at all. 
We haven't asked you much about Trevor Lawrence. And and really, if there's any brilliance to Urban Meyer, he's kind of messed. Like, he's taking the attention away from Trevor Lawrence because he's such a bozo. But uh, I'm wondering, like, what's what's your evaluation thus far of Trevor Lawrence? Or you can't really tell because Urban just screwed it up. Well, yeah, it's a screwed up situation. There's no doubt about that. Again, I would put Trevor Lawrence in the camp of, like, what you've heard me say with Zach Wilson. Right. It hasn't been perfect. I understand that. His best receiver in DJ Shark got hurt. That's an issue. He's in an offensive scheme that's not very complicated or creative. And, yeah, the team's not that good on the offensive side of the ball. But, like, there's been enough physical wowness for me to go, he's going to be fine. Yeah. You know, again, this is a good year for him. He's gotten to play. He's taken his lumps. They'll get the right – or hopefully they'll get the right coach in there. And, and again, I think we're going to see – I will not be shocked to see with Zach Wilson and Trevor Lawrence like tremendous jumps in year two and three to where then we go, oh, wow, I see it now. A little bit like Josh Allen where everybody year one was like, oh, I don't know, this is crazy. And then year two he went to the playoffs and they're like, oh, it's pretty good, but it's still raw. And then year three it was like, holy shit, he's amazing and he's definitely one of the best quarterbacks in football. I still think those two guys that we're talking about here have that type of talent for sure. Chris, looking behind Urban Meyer, you see a lot of burned bridges. When, where do you think we see him again? Never, never, really? never. Coaching, I don't. media, There's anything? no way. How could anybody want him to coach their team at this Rick point? Rick Pitino, how- Chris. I mean, Rick Pitino <laughs> I- has a job. Rick Pitino. <laughs> I-, I know. I-, I understand. You know, right. Rick Pitino was – but at the same time, you know, it, uh, gosh, Rick Pitino, I don't even know all the things he did. Some of the bad things he did, like, weren't necessarily, like, him causing the dysfunction with the team. True. I don't know. Rick Pitino's were just personal life dysfunction. And, right. oh, man, they paid some players and to get them to go to their school. Oh, they're probably the only team in college basketball <laughs> that did that. I mean, whoa. I mean, so I don't look at that nearly as dysfunctional as what yeah. Urban Meyer did at the end of Ohio State you know, with some of that that went on with the, 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 the assistant coach who had some dysfunctional stories around him. And then here in the NFL, no, not good. I don't think he's going to be back as a coach, maybe on TV, but I, I just don't know, like, how a university who's going to go like, oh, wait, we want this guy to be the face of our university, and he's going to be the guy we mold, uh, you know, go mold young people's minds Man, that, that reputation's taken a big hit this year. I, I, I can't imagine. TV is probably the only thing I can imagine coming back for. It'd be a very tough sell. You're right. Uh, I will tell you a quick story, though. Jimmy Johnson, the former Cowboys coach, Canes coach, was on the air with us recently, and he told us, Chris, this is amazing because you went to Texas, that Urban had a decision to make between the Jaguars and the University of Texas. Jimmy said, who regrets leaving Miami, Every single, even though he won two Super Bowls with the Cowboys, still has regrets about leaving the college game and leaving the University of Miami. And he told Urban, go to Texas. You want nothing to do with the NFL. And Urban still chose the NFL. That is crazy. I know. That is crazy. That really is. I did not know that. And that would be, that would have been probably great for my school. Yes. You know, again, you know, he's made for college. He is. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, he's one of the greatest college coaches in the history of football. There's no denying that. But as you've seen, the NFL, it's just so much more of a grind and attention to detail than the college football game. Again, where, you know, you get the best players. And as long as you just got a good scheme, 
you're in the advantage more times than not. And the NFL, like we've talked about before, the difference between the best team and a team that's 20th in football is literally like 10 plays for the whole year. There's not a great difference there. And that's where coaching really comes into play, I think, in more, more in the NFL than any other sport in our country. Uh, Chris, Dak Prescott was playing at an MVP level to start the season. The Cowboys decided to sit him one week. He came back. He played pretty well. The last few weeks, although they've won, they've been a bit of a struggle for Dak in that offense. What's the difference between Dak Prescott from earlier this season and Dak Prescott right now? Yeah, that, it's a great question. And that's where I, you know, again, anybody listening, this is where you need to check out my Chris Sims uh, Unbuttoned podcast. Because Wednesday I broke it down a little bit. You know, first off, we'll get into the offense here. You know, early. I, let's get into him too. He was on fire early on in the season. He set a bar to where we went like, oh my gosh. I mean, it, it's a machine. Yeah. People around him, off balance throws, whatever. It was on the money. So we expect like greatness all the time from him now. He's kind of got to that level, you know. So then he gets hurt. He's got the calf injury. He hasn't been the same since. He's certainly been off ever since he came back from that. And you, you can see that. The results on the field show that. There's some mechanical things, definitely. And that's what I broke down on the podcast. He's got a few mechanical issues throwing the football right now. You know, with his front leg locking out. I'm not going to get too in the weeds about this. I wish I could stand up and show you guys. His front leg locks out. Sometimes when he's throwing to a target, that front leg actually goes backwards instead of forwards toward the, towards the target. His motion has gotten really over the top, which is going to lend itself to the ball going all over the place. Again, Brady, Rodgers, the good quarterbacks, it's more around. That's kind of more the thought. So there's that issue. Early in the year, too, you know, they were healthy. The offensive running game was really dominant, and it led to them getting a lot of easy – you know, uh, beneficial defenses that for the past where it was like, well, this is a, this is a good look at, this is a good defense to throw the ball on because they're worried about the run game. So they got a lot of that, but the run game hasn't been the same. Teams have played for the pass a little bit more and the pass game, in my opinion, is not creative enough to just stand on its long alone, you know, stand on its lone self with, with without the running game. You know, teams are a little bit all over it. It's a little bit player-driven uh, at times, and they have a lot of playmakers, but that's why I think you haven't seen them be a machine. It's kind of been a splash of plays here and there. Chris Sims with us. Check out the podcast, Unbuttoned Podcast, Football Night in America, PFT with Mike Florio. Uh, people are comparing Micah Parsons to Lawrence Taylor. LT played with your dad, played on those great giant teams, won a couple of Super Bowls. Uh, listen, Micah Parsons is good. LT is the greatest I've ever seen. Like, Can people knock right. it off, please? Yeah, no, I hear you. I, I Listen, I think I'm the guy that started that. I really oh, am. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, you knock but, it but, off, okay? <laughs> but I know. But trust me. I, 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 but see, this is where people took it a little out of like context, too, because I said it, I think, about three weeks ago on Sunday Night Football, on Football Night in America, and I said it on my podcast. The, the, he's awesome, Michael Parsons. He's, he's, he's great. He's awesome. Yes. And where I compare him to Lawrence Taylor is the skill set. It's very rare that – the guy, a guy, and Lawrence was a 3-4 outside linebacker, so more times than not, he was on the end of the line of scrimmage. But they got in defensive formations where he was an off-the-ball linebacker early in his career quite often, and even when Belichick and Parcells were there. And that's, to me, where it's special. It's rare that a guy can be 
you know, dominant stand-up middle linebacker, sideline to sideline, fill gaps, take up blockers, make plays that way, drop back and pass coverage, intercept passes. But then the very next play, you can put him at the end of the line of scrimmage and you go, oh my gosh, he's one of the better pass rushers in all of football. Yeah, I'm not trying to say he's Lawrence Taylor. Listen, Lawrence Taylor's got more great stories in my household than, than any other household <laughs> in the world. My dad thinks Lawrence Taylor's God. He really does. I mean, he'll tell you a story. He goes, Lauren, you go, he'll be like, prisoner, prisoner, prisoner. <laughs> I, I saw Lawrence run 4'4 four, four at 255 pounds on grass. Yeah. He was running on grass. I mean, so again, Lawrence Taylor no was the greatest of all time. Yeah, yeah, with no sleep. Who knows what he did? He probably played seven rounds of golf and then did it too. Uh, but Parsons has that skill set and is very special too. Chris, was that in your mind, Kyler Murray? Was that him just shaking off the rust? I mean, a couple of, like he missed AJ Green in that one pass and a bad interception in the red zone. Is that shaking off the rust stuff? Yeah, I mean, uh, to a degree. I, I, you know, again, he played the week before against the Bears. He missed some throws he just shouldn't have missed. I, you yeah. know, the one or two he missed, there was people like bearing down on him and about to get hit. So he had to throw it around a person and he missed it. But I would say still like nine times out of 10, Kyler Murray makes those throws. Hey, you know, they had a chance in that game. They were up three, nothing. They, they were there on the six yard line, getting ready to go up 10, nothing. The big thing though. was, yeah. that was a bad pick with well, the Rams. The Rams stars made plays finally. Ever since they've gone like Teddy KGB, right, all in, they, they haven't shown up. And here we are. This is the first game they really showed up. We saw OBJ, Leonard Floyd, Aaron Donald, Cooper Cup, Stafford, everybody. And if you're going to be a team that's built on stars, the stars got to carry the team a little bit. And I think that was the encouraging thing for their football team and the fact that the way they played, they were tough. And their big players showed up in the biggest moments of the football game. And that's why we're going to continue to question the Cardinals. You know, they're really awesome. But they're young and they're not battle-tested as compared to some of the other teams in the NFC. And that's why, you know, I I don't think a lot of teams believe in them yet because they were on the national stage twice, Packers and then last week, and they lost both games. And I think that just leaves, you know, the doubters still lingering about them. Uh, last thing before we get you out of here. Uh, how much did you love Deion Sanders flipping the number two recruit from Florida State to his? Like, how much did you love that, Sims? That was good. That and your, was, boys at, your boys at Barstool, I think, came in with a million and a half dollars for him. I mean, that's, I mean, it's amazing. It's amazing. Good for Deion Sanders. I mean, yes. I'm a huge Deion fan. I really I am. Him. I always have been. I wore number two because of Deion. That was really? the reason I wore it. I did. I thought, man, that when he when I was growing up and he was at Florida State, I was like, man, this guy, is this the coolest guy I've ever seen in my life? Right. I was like, this is an awesome dude. And then Derek Jeter came along wearing number two, and I was like, I'm wearing number two. All right? <laughs> and uh, so I'm a huge fan of his. And, man, what a big moment for their program. You know, I don't follow it that closely, but he certainly has it going in the right direction. And now maybe with these new NIL deals and everything, like, Maybe he can make them into a player. And then certainly if you're a top corner, you know, why wouldn't you want to go learn from Deion Sanders and be around that? And I think that's what this kid was, right? He was one of the, he's a, he's a corner, right? Uh, if yeah, I, if he's I, a corner, yeah. Number two right. in the so, country. Wanted to go to Florida and, State his entire life. Oh, my the, gosh. But like Deion more than the school. So. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Well, I understand that. And, and you know, the, the things I've always heard about Deion, you know, yeah, God-given talent, unbelievable. You know, maybe the fastest guy in the history of football. But 
Anybody I ever talked to, work ethic was phenomenal. Attention to detail was phenomenal. And I'm not surprised to see him having success, you know, there at the college level. And it's really cool that he kind of shook up the current environment and stole a guy like that. Uh, Mikey A wants to know if Zach Wilson wears number two because of you. Oh, I, I hope so. I mean, <laughs> I'd like to think so. <laughs> but no, we know that's not the truth. We know that. <laughs> and what I love most about what Dion did is all the coaches getting all upset because these kids, <laughs> get the f- out of here. Hey, that kid committed to Florida State. The whole system's been rigged. So Florida State, Alabama, Michigan, Georgia, all those teams can be good every year. Too bad. It's over. Yeah, too bad. I'm not I'm certainly not, you know, shedding a tear for any of them. They can go cry me a river like Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Unbutton Podcast, Football Night in America, PFT with Mike Florio, and right here every week on God Bless Football. Sims, we love you. We'll talk to you next week. And then we got holidays coming up, man. Yeah, baby. Happy holidays nonetheless to everybody out there. Billy, Mike, you the man. See you guys later. Dude, guys, Appreciate you, Sims. We love you, dude. Yeah. Hey, uh, you guys, he's okay? You think he's okay, Billy? He's he's fine, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think he's so, better now. I think he's he's better. better, yeah. He's cooled yeah, down he's a bit. Yeah, he's cooled down. <laughs> good, good. All right, good. Let's get to this week's edition of Stu Yagats. It is bowl season plus. We are inching closer to the NFL playoffs. Man, season is flying by. Bowl season, okay? It is my favorite time of the year. No one is better at picking the bowls than me. One year I started bowl season 0-16. So I'm going to pick them all, okay? I'm going to pick every bowl game starting today on Friday up until next Friday, and then we'll pick it up from there. Good? Good. Let's start with the Bahamas Bowl. Toledo, minus 10. Middle Tennessee, I have Toledo winning by 14 points they cover. The Tail Greeter Cure Bowl, Northern Illinois, plus 11. Taking on Coastal Carolina, I have one rule when I bet college football, okay? If Northern Illinois is getting 10 or more points, you take them. They're getting 11 here. Coastal Carolina wins the game by a field goal. Yes, it's a weird rule to have. The RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl, of course. Appalachian State, minus three over Western Kentucky. I have App State winning by 10 points. The PUBG Mobile New Mexico Bowl. Oh, a classic. I mean, listen, I remember growing up watching the PUBG Mobile New Mexico Bowl. UTEP plus 11 and a half. They're taking off Fresno State. Fresno State wins the game. UTEP covers. Fresno State wins by four points. I'm taking UTEP. The Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl. Oh, geez, another classic. BYU, the Cougars, minus six and a half. They're taking on UAB. I have BYU winning by 17 points. The Lending Tree Bowl, Eastern Michigan, plus eight and a half. They're taking on Liberty. I have Liberty winning the game. They win it by three points. I have Eastern Michigan covering. Eastern Michigan getting eight and a half points. The Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl, presented by Stifle. What? Utah State taking on Oregon State. Utah State plus seven. Oregon State wins the game by three. Utah State covers the spread. RNL Carriers Bowl. Louisiana minus five. They're taking on Marshall. I have Louisiana winning by 10 points. The Myrtle Beach Bowl presented by Tax Act. Rolls right off the tongue. Old Dominion uh, taking on Tulsa. I have Tulsa winning the game by four. ODU covers the spread. They're getting nine and a half points. The famous Idaho Potato Bowl. (laughs) I love a good potato, though. Uh, Kent State, plus three and a half. They're taking on Wyoming. 
Uh, Kent State getting points. That's my other rule, by the way, in college football. Okay? Kent State, always take them when they're getting points. Uh, how about that? Kent State wins the game outright. They win by seven points. The Tropical Smoothie Cafe Frisco Bowl. San Diego State getting three against UTSA. Is that Texas San Antonio? I have no idea. I hope it is. I have San Diego State, who's getting points, winning the game outright. They win by four points. The Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. Army minus three and a half. Take it on Missouri. Army wins by 10 points. The Frisco Football Classic. I mean, come on. One of the all-time great bowls ever. Uh, The Frisco Football Classic. Miami, Ohio. Minus three. They're taking on North Texas. The only thing I know about Miami of Ohio is that Ben Roethlisberger played there. I think. I hope. I pray. If not, I know nothing about him. I know they'll cover this week. They win by 10 points over North Texas. The Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl. Jesus. <laughs> what is happening here? Uh, Florida. Minus six and a half. They're taking on UCF. Uh, Florida wins the Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl by two tutties. They cover the spread. They win by 14 points. The Easy Post Hawaii Bowl. So here's the deal. This is next Friday, okay? If you lose all these bowl games, and again, I am capable of losing every single one of them. But if you do, just imagine it's Saturday night, it's midnight, okay? You're chasing and you need the rainbows, okay? That's what this bowl game is. It's if you lose the first week of games, you have Hawaii plus seven and a half in the Hawaii Bowl. They're taking on Memphis. I have Hawaii winning the game outright. They win by three points over Memphis. We're all chasing, okay? Let's go to the NFL quickly here, Bill. I'll be quick. Colts, minus two and a half over the Patriots. Patriots might be the best team in the AFC. The Colts are a very good team as well. They're at home. I'll take the Colts winning by four points. The Steelers, plus three against the Titans. Steelers need this game. Steelers get this game. They win the game outright. They're getting three. They win by a touchdown. The Bills, I still think they're a good team. Carolina, I know they're a bad team. Bills at home. Bounce back game, minus 10. Bills win by 17 points. The Bengals, plus two and a half. Take it on the Broncos. Bengals need this game. Broncos need this game. Bengals have a much better quarterback. I'm going to go with that quarterback. Joe Burrow, Bengals, getting two and a half, win the game by 14 points. The Packers, minus five. Take it on the Ravens. Packers win by 11 points. They beat the Ravens. Bucks minus 10 over the Saints. Bucks win by 21 points. And the Jags, with no Urban Meyer and a Trevor Lawrence that feels like he's free, feels like he could finally play the way he wants to play. Plus, they are going to win one for the new coach. I have no idea who the new coach is. I think it's Bevel. They're going to win one for Bevel, okay? Uh, the Jaguars minus three, taking on a Texan team uh, that's equally as bad. So I have the Jaguars with a little juice, pumped up to win one for the new coach, pumped up because Urban uh, Meyer is no longer their coach. I have the Jaguars winning. I can't believe I'm taking this game. It's the worst game in the history of of the NFL. I have the Jaguars winning by seven points. Those are the picks, everyone. Good luck. Pretty impressive what... uh, Jackson State and Dion. Jackson State and Dion. That's exactly right, yeah. I mean, it's positioned as the kid wanted to, you know, help change the way HBCUs were looked at. But he got a monster deal from Barstool because Dion still still works at Barstool. Yes. So they yes. signed that big NIL, I think, for a buck and a half. You know, I mean, hey, more power to him, man. No problem so, at all. 
So, Mike, just so we're clear, uh, Barstool, Dion does work for Barstool. I think he yeah. does a weekly show there. Uh, yeah, Hanks, pod, yeah. Right. yeah. And so um, Barstool put in a million and a half dollars to get this kid to decommit from Florida State right. where he's wanted to go his entire life. He's the number yep. two recruit in the country, okay? He got him to decommit from Florida State and has him go into Jackson State. And really, the reason the kid is doing this, it has nothing to do with Dion. It has everything to do with the million and a half dollars that Barstool is paying the kid to go to Jackson State, which is incredible, by the way. Oh, it's exactly right. And, and... I would what 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 would you put the odds at? I know where my odds are going to be that by the time that kid leaves Jackson State, if he's good enough to go to the NFL and go there, that Dion will still be the coach there. <laughs> He'll be the coach of Florida State. <laughs> He'll be the coach somewhere else. He'll be the coach at Power Five. He'll be gone. What I love is some of the coaches, like I heard Lane Kiffin, right? And like they're getting frustrated that the kids have the ability, they're going to go where the money is. Well, yeah, that's what the coaches have been doing for a century. So it's, why should the yes. kids not have the same ability? It, it's it's a joke. And I'm, I'm trying to pull it up now because um, I, I, I answered it. Gene Chizik, did you see his, his tweet that was yesterday? I, I had to, to answer it. It was, yeah, 21 hours ago. He said every scholarship offensive lineman at Tennessee will get 50000 a year with, with a new NIL deal, not to mention their $200,000 education. Americans struggle finding $50,000 jobs to feed their children. Next, it's a $100,000 player with no end in sight, flawed system, most money wins. Hashtag words of chisdom. So <laughs> I, I had to, I had I like to what, what, what a freaking hypocrite. <laughs> and, and I, one of the, when I answered him, one of the things was your words of chisdom ring hollow. I said, you know, all these, every one of these, these coaches that are leaving, they're leaving uh, contracts that they sign to go get bigger deals. I said, flawed system, most money wins. I said, your, your words of chisdom ring hollow. It's a joke. <laughs> you know, the NIL is not hurting college football. It may right. change where people go. And if anybody says, well, all the rich get, get richer, that's how it's friggin' been forever anyway. I said, look at Jackson State, just got the, the, the first or second recruit in the country. Good for didn't them. go to Bama, didn't go to Oklahoma, didn't go to Clemson, went to Jackson State. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, the people that are against this, man, I don't, I don't know what their deal is. It's not hurting anything. You know, it, it's taking money that was under the table and putting it on top of the table. I mean, it's, it's, it's absolutely crazy that they have an issue with it because my big thing had always been do not make the schools pay. Because if the schools pay, now you're in a whole different world and you're going to have to drop other sports because you're starting to, to, to give out your own money. Because another stat that people need to know, of all the Division I schools out there, there are maybe, I think there's in the 60s, of the, of the football schools, I think there's like 127 Division I. I think just half the football programs actually make money. So everybody sits there and thinks that every college football program is raking in the dough. That's such bullshit. It's just not true. Some are. You know, I think Texas usually brings in the most. Some are, but half of them aren't. They're not, not, they're not breaking even. They're losing money. I mean, so to have car dealerships or, or uh, sports you know, betting apps or whoever the hell wants to do it to pay these kids, so what? Who the hell is that hurting? It ain't hurting anybody.
But let's be honest, we all love words of chisdom, right? Like that. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> well get, get, you know what? Get over yourself, man. I mean, please. Wow. Yeah. God, it just pissed me off. It really uh, did. Me and Billy have been laughing privately in a chat that we love that you're tweeting with Gene Chizik. Like, yeah. well, I had to. You know, I, I even text. <laughs> I text before I uh, went to bed last night in New York. I, I text Chris and Mike. And I said, I got to answer this. I said, there's mm. no way, you know, it's one thing to do it. Did and then, you run it by them? Is that what you did? No, or? no, no, no. I just said, I, just, I, I said, I can't let this go. Not only did I disagree with the tweet, but then the, the words of chisdom. Yeah. Are you f- kidding me? Words of chisdom? Give me a break. So, yeah, I, I had to jump in on that one. If we get Chizik on and yes. he start, you're, re- you're ready to be oh. with him. And and listen, I don't want to make it a beef. I, I, I would actually like to have a discussion about right. it. But I mean, we want you to yell at him, though. Okay. Well, listen, if he keeps going, you know, I may end up doing it. But while yelling, I know you like it and people will like better. Having an actual discussion about it is really the best thing, quite yeah. honestly, instead of the yelling, because then everybody just concentrates on the yelling and not what we're actually saying. Yeah, because I'd, I'd like to have. Because listen, I'm I'm older, so I'm old school in some things. But I've become, you know, I think there can be a mixture of old school and new school. And and to me, there is nothing wrong, nothing wrong with with getting these nil deals going the way they're going. By the way, it started out in July as the wild wild west. I mean, no guardrails. The NCAA just said, "Screw it, you guys all handle it," and we had a great season. Did, did any NIL mess with our season at all? Did no. we hear of a player saying, oh, I got to go to a, 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 you know, a sponsored event. I can't go to practice or I'm missing class. No, that shit didn't happen. They, they did their things. They made their money and we had a great season and we're getting ready for hopefully a great playoff. It's not going to ruin college football. People need to get over it. Mike, can we be clear on what it is Gene Chizik did? He was the coach at Auburn, okay? Yes! <laughs> Who was his quarterback at Auburn? Cam, Cam Newton. Newton. <laughs> and mean, where did he that? come from? Where did he get him from? From Florida, right? <laughs> yes. I mean, d- seriously. I mean, yeah. that's why the hypocrisy of him spitting that out, again, <laughs> illegally, you know, schools that gave money, hey, that's okay because it's under the table and nobody knows about it. But God forbid, you know, we get a, a restaurant or an auto dealership to go ahead and do it above the table. Even though, listen, it'll be it, – there's no doubts the – There'll be consequences of it. Some will be used to try and do just what happened here with this kid and and buy him over to to a different school. It's going to happen. It's just going to happen above the table now. It, it, so I, to me, it's still not going to hurt anything. All right. Uh, so Mikey A, uh, Gene Chizik, okay? Beef. <laughs> Working on it. Let's just have him go on every week and give his words of chisdom and let Mike destroy him. Okay? Words of chisdom. <laughs> I feel Hold like on. it's the... <laughs> I feel like it's that old Bud Light song, like real words of chisdom. Oh my oh God. My yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You could, you could make a jingle out of it. That's Guys, true. September 6th, those who follow the crowd usually get lost in it. Hashtag words of chisdom. Oh my real God. words of chisdom. Yeah. Hey, I, 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 listen, <laughs> I, I guess I should say if he's, if he's banking on that and getting something for it, more power to him, but you I, know what? I'm going to call him out when he's being hypocritical. I would love if he's making money off of words of chisdom while blasting kids for making money. What Mike didn't tell us is in his reply to him, he did hashtag words of chisdom. Oh, I did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He hashtagged it. I did. I said, I said, your hashtag words of chisdom ring hollow. 
<laughs> oh yeah, I probably have to pay him now because I use it. He probably has a trademark. Uh, He'll send me a bill. Billy, it's why you're great at your job. <laughs> I mean, amazing. You're already on Gene Chizik's Twitter. When <laughs> Monday you is any- your favorite day, that's when you know you're winning. Hashtag words of chisdom, October 4th. Oh, God. Oh, God. Make, make it words stop. of chisdom. <laughs> you got to lay out for him, go like <laughs> I'm, That's my bad. That's really good. That's oh, really good. Man. What else you got, Billy? Any others? <laughs> on, on August 10th, sit with winners. The conversation will be different. And then a 100 emoji. Hashtag words of chisdom. Real words of chisdom. <laughs> wow. Here's another one for you. Here's another one for you. True character is revealed by what you do on the third and fourth tries. Hashtag wow. words of chisdom. Real words of chisdom. <laughs> I'm adding a little soul to it every time. <laughs> you're, you're digging deep, Mikey. Eh? <laughs> oh, that's so good. Oh. But don't let those kids make any money. Don't let them do it. Mike, uh, COVID is going to affect the NFL in a way that I don't think anyone expected. Like, this is going to seep into the playoffs. Uh, A lot of guys in the Browns now have it. Um, What are your thoughts on all this? This It's going to affect the season in a major way. Well, it is. You're already looking like the Bulls, right? right? The the, the Bulls had to have canceled their next two games, I believe, because of all the uh, players that have COVID. I I don't know where this is going to go. I know they're in the high-sensitive, like, protocol now, a lot of these teams. I mean, I I don't know what's going to happen here. I mean, I know there's still the difference of those that are vaxxed and those that are non-vaxxed as far as getting back on the field. And are we going to see games missed? You know, are we going to see, you know, forfeits? You know, that that's what I wonder. Or teams that just can't field a t- like, you know, a good team. We're because because you look at at the playoff races are unbelievable right now. You get to you get to the seventh, six or seven team, and there's another four teams with the same record in both conferences. So I mean, every game is so meaningful from that aspect, and then obviously the the, the top seeds as well. I think one of the other interesting scenarios is going to be: listen, we know how good the casinos or whoever are making the lines are. Right? They're very good at this. How do you deal with this? Right? I mean, man, from from the betting aspect, which we know is huge in sports, how does it? How do you how do you decide how this affects the line? Obviously, certain players missing, but the amount of players that could be missing. Yeah. I mean, wow! This this is uh, the uh, the the line makers certainly have their work cut out for them. <laughs> We've uh, it's never been a more dangerous time to gamble than right now. I yeah. like for, and listen, and I say that we love our partners at DraftKings, but it is a dangerous time to gamble. I took a Nets game the other night. I had no idea they were only playing with seven people. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? <laughs> yeah, and I lost. I mean, <laughs> and two of those, well, one of them was James Harden, and the other one was almost Kevin Durant. <laughs> right. That kind of affects, <laughs> kind of yeah. affects your thinking, right? <laughs> it really Crazy. does. So that that's going to be an interesting part of it as well. But for the most part, it's going to be what it does to the playoffs because, man, every week for these these last handful of games is going to be so important. Mike, all year we've been kind of waiting for the Cardinals to come back to earth, and then they they, they haven't until this last week where they yeah. kind of got manhandled, and now it's reports that DeAndre Hopkins is going to be out the rest of the regular season. How far do you see them fall? Listen, they had the best record in the league and weren't getting any respect. Nobody was, like, picking them as the best team in the league, right? right. Even though they were pretty balanced offensively and defensively. But, yeah, they, they got to hand it to them uh, a bit in that game. And Rams looked really good. We know the Rams can be explosive. And the defense 
on paper, which has all these unbelievable names, finally started to play up to their potential a little bit there. So, yeah, I mean, they already lost the the top seed now to the Packers. They're even in records, but the Packers beat them head-to-head. So so it's now Arizona and Green Bay and Tampa Bay who right now are fighting for that one side. You could be another team jumping in there. We'll, we'll see. Um, but, yeah, I, I think that definitely affects them, especially if Hopkins is going to be out for a while. I think a lot of people feel like they weren't the best team, even though they had the best record. And they, they kind of – they kind of gave people a little bit of ammo that last la, la, that last game. Mike, can you just speak to to Aaron Rodgers? Because I think most people, I think a lot of people would say Brady's the best ever, but I'd rather have Rodgers. Yeah, and yeah. And, for, and there's obvious reasons, right? Because, but but as someone who played the game and knows how difficult it is to play that position, any position, but that uh, position in particular. <laughs> because you have guys like, you know, Jerome Brown and and Reggie White coming after you, okay? Right. Can you explain how impressive it is to watch Aaron Rodgers at his craft and how easy he makes it look? Like how difficult it is what it is that he's doing? It, it's it's almost effortless. Brady does the same Crazy. thing. Yes. Brady does the same thing from the pocket and if it's not there he gets rid of the ball. I mean, so, well, I mean, one of the best to ever do what he does. For Aaron Rodgers, you have to be wary of him sliding out. He, he so nonchalantly slides yes. that there is zero panic. There is zero worry. And it doesn't matter if he's sliding right or left. His, his accuracy sliding left is ridiculous. So he just casually just, just shuffles. The, the thing about what separates a lot of these guys is he never takes his eyes off a of downfield, no. ever. So he's always knowing where the guys are going to be. But that to me, you know, because a lot of times you get that, that wide ed, edge rush and he's able to step up and then step out. That's the kicker. You got to get that middle pressure on him and not let him step up to step out. Um, that, that, that's, that's what he does so well. And he's always looking to make a play down the field. He, he's as good as there is to watch because, you know, listen, Peyton was as well. Obviously, Brady is still doing it. But these guys, they were pocket passers. They were, that's where they were going to be. Occasionally, they were going to run. We saw Brady run the other day, you know, and they'll get a first down. And it's a cool thing. But that's where they're going to be. With Rodgers, man, I mean, it's not like he's going to rush for 150 yards on you. But he no. can be dangerous with his legs. But he's way more dangerous getting out of the pocket and hurting you with a pass. Uh, Mike, I'm starting to think, like I was thinking about this as I was watching that game. Why would he want to leave there? Would you consider that management got him? They got him Adams. They got him A.J. Dillon. They drafted these guys. Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones. They have a they have a good offensive line. Uh, they're not even healthy, that offensive line. It's still good. The defense is very good. The fans love them. The place is legendary. The stadium is legendary. Why would uh, the division is so f- bad Mike why would Aaron want to leave that situation I I don't know I think it's the best situation for him the only one I could see is I like the receivers in Denver I like the two backs in Denver with Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams their O-line is is come see come saw their defense is pretty good so that's one of the only other places I could see where you go right away and have a chance now you're in the same division as Kansas City, but we've seen Kansas City fall a little bit, um, you know, this year. So, but I, I, I still would agree with you. I, I, I don't know why you'd leave Green Bay. You know, you're, you're, you're basically could get get your third year of, of you know, thirteen and three. 
possibly, and, and, you know, maybe the number one seed again. Now I know Tampa came in, you know, and beat them in Green Bay, and it could happen again. But, yeah, I, I think his best opportunity is there as well. Uh, Mike, quickly, any theories on what's going on with the Bills, a team that many people thought would go to the Super Bowl? What's going on there? I'm stunned. Well, I think one of the things that happened is they 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 really didn't want Josh Allen running anymore, right? Right. So after the running game, yeah. yeah, After Josh Allen's work, the end the end of his rookie year when he was running great, but then they got Stephon Diggs, right? And so last year, those two really hooked up. The passing game was going well. You saw Josh Allen's completion percentage in, in get better, and you're like, okay, this guy can pass. Let's not run him anymore. And I think that hurt their offense. So I, I think, which is tough because he's not a quarterback that's going to avoid hits. He's going to get hit. He's an excellent runner, but he's going to get hit, unlike Lamar Jackson or Kyler Murray that can avoid hits. He's bigger, and he's going to get tagged some. But I think you got to let him be him. You got to let him run. Defensively, I've been amazed because this is a team for a while that was giving up the least points of the lead, and now they're giving up more. I, I've been really stunned on the defensive side of the ball. All right, we're uh, we're gonna get you out of here, but uh, fill us in on the appetizer tasting for Sid's wedding. Uh, did you guys settle on three, four appetizers? We Take did. Us through, please. <clears throat> yeah, okay. yeah. We got a, we got a couple of uh, passing pass around hors d'oeuvres nice. um, during the cocktail hour. I mean, we, we tasted everything from like coconut shrimp to beef Wellington um, to to flank steak, nice. um, to some sort of flatbread. There are times where you were saying to the people, whoever was in charge of the tasting, "Hey, I need to taste that again. I'm not sure about that." Like, they they brought Stu. They brought us out enough to where you never had to say it. Awesome. I mean, I, it was amazing, and and we did that. We did salads. We did crab cakes. Uh, and we had to pick one, one or the other there. We had three different, uh, we had, a, we had a sea bass, we had, a um, a steak, uh, we had chicken, which was unbelievable with risotto it was unreal, uh, that we had to taste And then two different kinds of cakes and we're still going back to taste another cake. Wow. Still going back. So that's the a beautiful thing. Yeah. What was the most hotly contested dish? Well, what'd you settle on? What'd you settle well, on? I, I would say, well, beef Wellington for sure. That was one of the one of the, the great appetizers that that we had that we tasted there. Um, and we're gonna go with uh, we're gonna go with the meat and the and the fish, I believe. Okay. That was probably Mikey, that was probably the toughest one. When I first look at the three, I thought, well, the chicken's gonna be out. I'm gonna go with the meat and the fish. But man, I tasted the chicken and it was phenomenal. That that was probably our we actually thought. Do we give people three choices? And then they told me the price, and I said, no, we ain't giving them three choices. That's not happening. Uh, Words of chisdom. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So true. But that was probably the hardest one was was bouncing out uh, the the chicken because it was was fantastic. The other stuff we tasted, and it all kind kind of took care of itself. Not that anything was bad, but the one that, you know, it was like, oh, this is good. And then like, oh, wow. You know, so you knew which direction you were going to go. But the meats were probably the uh, – and any of the extra ones, Ben just ate. Ben ate everything. Of course. Well, everything. Uh, it was just stunning how much he Sid, ate. Did Sid have any say in any of this? I mean – Oh, yeah, yeah. Sid, Sid definitely had say. Good. Uh, yeah, yeah. When is this wedding again? It is – I believe it is April 16th. It is the okay. weekend of, of uh, Easter. All right. I'm almost done with the speech, by the way, just so you know. Are you, you're working on it? 
We're going to work it out here on God Bless Football. We're going to, I'm going to present it to you, and you're going to tell me if it's okay and if it will be played at the uh, actual wedding, okay? Are you going to let other people kind of chime in and, and give you advice on if you move things around, or are you just, are you just doing it yourself? Well, no, I'm, me and Mikey A are going to work on it. Oh, you're going to work on it with, oh, with somebody. Okay. I might need some information from you. Uh, I will call you if I do. Okay? Right. Okay. Yeah. But I can yep. also get it from Junior and probably get that, better yes. stuff. Okay? Yeah, you'll get good stuff from, from Mike. Yeah, that's very, and very then, true. So the plan is, like Billy and I discussed this with Mikey A, we are going to present it to you and right. potentially your wife. Okay. Yep. Just the two of you. Make sure you two are okay with it because if you two are okay with it, then everyone will be okay with it. All right. Yes. Yes. If I miss something, you'll tell me. If I went too far on something, you'll tell me and we'll take it out. Okay. Right. Hard to I believe you'll go too far in anything. <laughs> Uh, yeah. we, we've already gone too far. Right? Oh, yeah, I would say But so, now yeah. I might add words of chisdom in there as well. I got to weave that into the speech, okay? How can you not? <laughs> Jeez, All right. man. Mike, get out of here. Go to Notre Dame. Right. You're in a happy place right now. Enjoy yeah. it. And uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and God gonna... bless football, Mike Golick. God bless football. Billy, take your f- mask off, you jackass. I'm I'm actually sick. Wait I'm a second. <laughs> Wait, I get to decide. I'm, tr- that. I'm trying not to get hit. I'm actually sick this week. Wait, I'm sitting right next to him, and you're 30 states away, and you're telling him to take his mask off. He's sick. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. By the way, your, bo- your boss that's paying your paycheck is right next to you. Take your mask off. <laughs> I mean, the coin's really gotten to your. Bad job. Uh, <laughs> say anything. We're still in last place. Oh, really? I'm still in last place. I'm flipping a coin. I'm eight and two. Mojo is 18 and 10 on the season. He's at quite Idaho a week. We'll get to him. Down. Right. I'm eight and two. Right. <laughs> also got the best biceps on the season, too. Listen, Chris. I promise that uh, that we are working. We have ideas for you. We're trying to figure out what it is. Okay. Don't lash out at Billy, but tell Billy to put his mask back on, Jabba. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Put your mask back on. I love how comfortable <laughs> they've gotten with us. <laughs> hey, he's coughing all over me, Jabba. Man. <laughs> at the same time like we did with all of our followers on twitter we're family now like yes, that, that's it's truth yes it's we're family. in there listen i would appreciate mojo stop tagging the lebitard show and tag at stagat 790 it'd be a little bit you know no a little bit shit. nicer <laughs> oh yeah you're right am i tagging the wrong thing no it's okay yeah, tag both. the whole wrong thing like when he messaged that i'm like why is he doing that why is he not getting our stu gots in this game uh, it's weird. Not bad. I, I don't know. That's the account that always retweets all my stuff when I post just about anything. Stu, gosh, you got to understand. This is the same dude that doesn't understand the points, and he's still <laughs> winning. <laughs> you know, he, he's oh, also the guy who decided to flip Buck fans over on tables full of fire uh, before you the like game that? last. Mojo, what the f- was going on there? What happened? Explain to the audience what you were doing there. Well, we go to the same tailgate every time we go to the Bucks games, and my my buddy texts me and he goes. We, uh, we're going to have a wild tailgate this week. We got some guys that want to go through tables, and we're going to up the ante, and we're going to light the tables on fire. So I was like, well, clearly you're texting me because we're on the same page here, and I got to put somebody through the table. So mm. it was actually pretty wild. Chris didn't even see it because I hit mad traffic on the way to the game. It added two and a half hours to my trip. Mm. So they delayed this tailgate as long as they could. I think Chris and them had already left. And I literally drove my car right into the tailgate, 
got out, grabbed this stranger who I've never met before, suplexed him <laughs> through the flaming table, and then we just got hyped and went straight into the game. I was there for a total of three minutes, maybe. That's how you make an entrance, Mojo. <laughs> entrance and an exit. <laughs> Wait, Grok, where were you? Chris, where did you go? Dude, I already went into the game, man. Mojo, you know, he tells me he's going to be there. I get there early. I come to watch the show, and there's no show. Mm-hmm. Guy's not even there. Right. Mojo, where'd you get those tickets from? My assistant. Oh, yeah, that's right. Creston hooked it up. He, he keeps hitting me. I got to give him a shout out. Let's shout him out. Always taking care of us. I, I figured Chris could have gotten tickets to a Bucks game. I mean, why, why did we have to go to Java's assistant? I mean, hey, I, I actually don't mind it, man. It was it was a rough week trying to get tickets. That was the first time in history that the Bucks didn't have enough player tickets available. So we had to kick a couple people out of that game. Like Rob put in a request for you guys and the Bucks said no. That's correct, man. Did they realize uh, that Rob won them a Super Bowl? I mean, tell someone else no. Don't tell Gronkowski's no. Well, we'll get for 69 tickets. It'd be different. (laughs) I have 132.69 tickets, please. In section 69. Yeah, that's pretty much what happened. So. He got denied a couple, so we just kicked Mojo out. So it was all good. So you guys, you got to understand that's why we're family. We take care of each other. I, I get it. I get it. Listen, uh, Chris is taking care of me. He sent me a couple of ice shakers. Um, Jabba, you take care of me with your presence. Uh, Mojo, I'm still coming. waiting on a coin. I'll tell you a funny <laughs> coin story. There was something like loose dangling in one of the ice shakers. My wife was like, she's like, there's something in here. And I said, you know what? That would be very mojo. That that's how he would do it. He the coin. The coin is in the ice shaker, and I didn't notice. And so I opened up the ice shaker, and guess what, fellas? No f- coin. Nothing. Yeah. It was ice. Yeah. <laughs> it was the ice and the ice shaker. Right. It was instructions. <laughs> Stu Gatz opened his ice shaker. There were instructions in there that said. Uh, Give us our own show for receipt of tokens. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even need to do a promo today. This is great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't you don't have to because I'm the only one that puts it in our in our feed, but at the same time, it's like I don't even have to get ice again for the ice shaker. It's literally I refill it like seven times and I still have ice. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at you, Gronk. You're the big winner wow. today. <laughs> you know what the ever. best use of this thing is? is actually it's a little trick move here. I'm going to give you guys some uh, some insight here on how to save your money and survive a long party day. You take your ice shaker, right? And you go out and you fill it with Pedialyte. Mm. Then you add in, you know, like say you're a drinker. You know, of course I'm not. But it's just, a, you know, just say you are. And you add vodka with the Pedialyte, the Pedialyte mask. The scent of the vodka, so any bar, any place will let you in with your shaker full of Pedialyte because they think you're just trying to survive the day if you live mm. in Florida, the hot sun, and now you got free drinks all day. It's a pretty solid move. Look at you, man. Mojo, I think you're the nicest person I've ever met. I mean, yes, you know, occasionally you'll suplex a guy at a game <laughs> on a table full of fire. But Billy tells me he's really nice for the holidays as well. Like later that week, once you once you sobered up, <laughs> I know you, I know you don't drink, but you were drunk on something. Like Mojo does very nice things for a lot of people. He did it for the guy who caught the uh, the Brady touchdown pass where the Buccaneers ripped him off, right? I mean, what did he do this week, Bill? Mojo seemed to just take over a target and buy gifts for 
everybody I love for that. the holidays. I saw while while a very nice gesture, he had hundreds of carts full of things. I believe it totaled over eighty thousand dollars that they spent on holiday gifts for people. And while it seems like a great gesture, it also had to be very frustrating for anyone who was going to Target just to buy any small thing. Yeah, we had a we had a good morning yesterday. I hung out with my uh, my buddies, uh, John Chiriondo, like cheerful for the season, mm-hmm. and uh, he had his company Quality One Wireless with him, and we just went to uh, Target. And he he told me he's been doing this every year, so this year I had to kind of join in on the bandwagon. But yeah, man, there was. 20 or 30 of us at Target and the total tab for all the toys we got yesterday was over $80,000. Wow. And uh, that was well over a hundred shopping carts. They shut down. I believe believe it was 15 cash registers for us. Mm. And we, we had a giant, like the biggest U-Haul they have. There wasn't a free centimeter of space from everything we crammed in there. We actually had to get a second one. And then we took it over to uh, iHeartRadio yesterday to to drop off. But it was it was insane. It took uh, because when we got there, there was like 20, 30 more people there helping us carry all this stuff in. So long story short, 50 people, it took us four hours to carry all this stuff over uh, and get it all in. We're talking about like hundreds of bicycles that were like 400 bucks each uh just every toy you could think of we were pretty much just going the beginning of like an aisle and just doing a running clothesline just knocking everything off the entire <laughs> shelf in the carts which was pretty fun and uh yeah man it was such a cool thing um there's gonna be a lot, a lot, a lot of thousands of kids that'll get toys this year that uh, otherwise might not have. So again, you got you got you got to understand. So John Chiriondo is somebody that linked up through my assistant to Mojo, right. and yep. I've known him for so long, mm-hmm. and he's a great human, a great family man, and gives back to everything. I've done so many things with him. I love it. But literally, Mojo got linked up with John via my assistant to everything that's happened. Mm. It seems yeah. like job. It seems like you and your assistant are the rock of this family. <laughs> it's, 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 we need to get the assistant on. <laughs> job. I want your assistant on next week. Can you make that happen? <laughs> I can literally make it happen right now. Okay. Well, yeah. no, not right now. Next week. I have ideas. Okay. Not right now. Next oh, week. Lord. Okay. We're going to, uh, we're going to have to do it early next week before the holidays. Mm-hmm. I love job as the program director. Yeah. Jabba. I've, Love you, dude, man. <laughs> Java, you really want to do this, don't you? Like you like I think you could pull off a great show and uh, we're going to make it happen. So you have to well, choose two co. If you could choose any two co-hosts, I'm assuming these two would be the two guys you would choose. I'm putting you on the spot. That's so bad of me. <laughs> At the same time, it's it's we create what we do. And why would I not have those guys? As long as you're producing it, I don't have anything to worry about. Done. <laughs> Raise the roof. I like it, man. I like how you guys are producing it, too. We don't have to worry about anything because we have you in our back pocket to make sure that we do it the right way. You have up. It's perfect. You have me, Billy and Mikey. Yes, we're there. Yes. Billy's looking at me like, why am I taking taking this? (laughs) No, what I see happening, Java's slowly starting to push me out. He was mad about the mass situation. He's trying to figure out he's going to replace me. Java, you don't like Billy. Just say it. (laughs) <laughs> no, he's f-ing in. He's in. Okay. 
Now, that's it. Once you're in the family, Billy, you're in the family. I think that's what Job is trying to say. Mm. Every show needs a villain. Has anyone ever like made it this far into the family the way me, Billy and Mikey have? And then you kicked them out later. Like, has anyone has that ever happened? (laughs) Well, I I mean, it's it's a it's a progress and we've got to figure it out. But we're ready. Okay. Hmm. what would we call your podcast? I've thought about this so many times. And I I think with obviously you guys producing everything and me, Mojo and Chris, it's literally we don't ever wear sleeves. So it's the no sleeves podcast. Mm, I like that. I like that. Can you figure out a way to weave 69 in there somehow, though? I mean, but no sleeves means no. I mean, we go raw. How about raw? Speaking of raw, you know, when I was with WWE, my. My name was Mojo Raleigh, and I petitioned hard to um, have all my following, you know, like all the wrestlers have names for their followings or whatever. I wanted all my following to be called uh, Raw Dogs. Of course. So I could get on the mic and be like, where are my Raw Dogs at? <laughs> and how did that go? Hey, under, understand this, too. Literally, sense. Mojo, that he says Raw Dog. <laughs> literally, my son's gamer tag on PlayStation was Raw Dog Assassin 62. <laughs> <laughs> and he had no idea what it meant and i'm like uh, i probably need to change this when he gets older because he <laughs> understands what it is wait but i heard gronk question that I, I heard gronk question the number choice why 62 <laughs> well it was just one of my best friends died of brain cancer and everything i wore added up to eight. Oh. Now you made me feel terrible, Joe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. First Thanksgiving now this to us. Wait, so Jabba, I want to be clear here. Your 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 son's gonna join us, which is fantastic. Okay. But you are bailing on the coin. Is that what you're doing? No, I'm I'm gonna pick the coin and then Carter can pick his own shit. Oh, okay. So he's now joining the contest. So he's just making picks now, too. Okay. Well, I mean, he's already tried to pick. He understands our podcast and what we do. Like He's a Chamberlain. He understands. He's a scumbag, just like all of us. Okay, like father, like son, right? The last two weeks, you're you're eight and two using the coin, correct? And the coin's not going anywhere. I'm literally. I have. I have a company making shirts for us. Really? (laughs) Holy shit! It's been been two weeks, Java. Yeah. It don't matter. I, I I have people. There's a lot of there's a lot of tweets about that coin. I can tell you that. Mm. Yeah, that oh, came I'm in sure heavy. Is. The last right. literally, we've had, we've had so many people go back on just our segment of betting based upon my coin. Uh, Carter, are you there? In. He's in. <laughs> All right, are you guys ready for the games? Carter, you're gonna pick games with us, okay? All right, here we go. Patriots at Colts. Colts are a two and a half point favorite. They're at home. This is a big, big game for both teams. <laughs> for both teams. I know you're all rooting for the Colts. Uh, Let so me let's tell go. you why I'm taking the Patriots. Oh, you're taking the Pats. Okay, go ahead. I'm oh. taking the Pats because they're nine and four. So anyone that's good at math, there's just music to their ears right now because you would know that the Patriots currently have a 69% win percentage. So I'm 100% taking them for that reason and that reason alone. I'm sorry. I should should have known and went straight to Chris. I'm sorry. No way. (laughs) All right, Chris, uh, you're up here. Patriots at Colts. Colts two and a half points. That was amazing because I thought he had like a legit reason. 
Oh man, I, man, that's a, this is a good one. Um, I'm gonna go opposite Mojo. I got to ca- catch up, so I'm going Colts. Wow, wow. Your funeral, pal. Carter, who do you like here? You got Colts minus two and a half. You have uh, o- over the Patriots. Colts at home. Uh, I got the Pats. So, Jabba, here we go. Heads is Patriots. Tails is Colts. Okay. Give us Tails the coin. Colts. Give us the coin. Tails Give is us Colts. The coin. He's flipping it. It's heads. Oh, wow. All right. Cowboys at Giants. Giants are plus 10 and a half at home against the Dallas Cowboys. So, Chris Gronkowski, who do you like here? Uh, I'm going with the Giants. Okay. Mojo? Let me tell you something, Stu Gatz. You see, the Cowboys <laughs> are 9-4 and four right mm-hmm. now. Uh-huh. So anyone that knows math is all hyped up because they know that the Cowboys currently have a 69% winning percentage. So because of that, I'm obviously picking the boys. Okay. All right, Carter, uh, you're up here. So you got uh, Cowboys at Giants. Giants plus 10 and a half points at home. Cowboys with a 69% winning percentage. Uh, I got the Giants. Wow, very confident, mm. Carter. I like that. All right, Java. So, Carter, your son has the Giants plus 10 and a half. Okay. And so now it's time for the coin. It's the moment we're all, we've all been waiting for. Okay. I am going to say uh, heads for the Cowboys, tails for the Giants. Jabba flipped that coin. Tails. Oh, there wow. Giants. There we go. Got the Oof. Giants. Oof. Oof. <laughs> All right. Uh, Wolf, the coin is eight and two. I don't think Mojo realized that the Giants are four and nine. So we're, we're hitting the little back end 69 right there. Back end. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Chris. <laughs> uh, let's go uh, Titans at Steelers. This is a very big game. Uh, Steelers are plus two at home. Uh, I will start with, uh, well, I'll start with Mojo here. Mojo, Steelers plus two at home against the Titans who are one of the best teams in the AFC. Well, let me tell you something here, Stu Gods. You see, the Titans are nine and four right yeah. now. And anyone that knows math <laughs> is brimming with excitement because they know that the Titans have a 69% winning percentage. Therefore, your boy Mojo, the 69 King, is taking the Titans. <laughs> okay. Chris, who do you have? Man, I'm, I'm going to roll with Mojo on this one. I'm going to go with the Titans on this one. Uh, all right, who do you have here, Carter? I'm going to I'm gonna go with the Titans. Okay, thanks to the Titans. Are you in Tanner's car? Yeah. <laughs> Where's Tanner? Let me see him. It's right here. What's oh. up, buddy? Hey, Tanner. <laughs> hey, Tanner. <laughs> Tanner, who do you like in that game? Titans at Steelers. Steelers plus two. Titans. Uh, Tanner. I don't know what the hell's going on here today. But anyway, uh, let's go to uh, Java. We got to flip the coin, don't we? Where are we? <laughs> we have to. All right. Heads is uh, Steelers, Jabba, and Tails is Titans. It's Tails, baby. Yeah. 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 Here we go. <laughs> All five of us on the Titans. I can't believe how excited you guys are. <laughs> okay. All it's right. F- Coins, Stu Gots. It's f- amazing i know i'm with you listen no one loves the coin more than me. perhaps you but after you it's me okay uh seahawks at the rams jesus seahawks at rams we'll uh we'll go to chris first here uh minus four and a half the rams at home 
Chris Gronkowski, who do you have? Oh, man, I feel like the Rams are, are going to put it all together here towards the end of the season. I'm going with the Rams on this one. All right. Chris has the Rams. Uh, let's go to uh, let's go to Carter quickly. Carter, who do you have in this game? I got the Rams. OK, mm-hmm. who does Tanner like? I'm, I'm taking the I'm taking the Rams. That a boy. Hey, Tanner, you're driving. Be careful. Keep your eye on the road. OK, eyes Stop on the road, back. Tanner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it's an audio show. You don't got to look at the screen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mojo, go ahead. You have uh, the Rams minus four and a half. Uh, they're home against the Seahawks. Jesus. Well, let me tell you something, Stu Gods. Here's yeah, the what? thing. The Rams are nine and four. So anyone that's good at math is very hyped up right now because they know the Rams have a 69% win percentage on the season. Therefore, Mojo likes the Rams. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Right, are we ready? I'm going to go Rams, tails, Seahawks, heads. Tails. Okay. Excellent. Wow. All right, here we go. Final game, boys. Vikings at Bears. Bears are plus three and a half. They're at home. I'm going to go to Tanner first. Let's go to Tanner. For the Vikings. Vikings and the Bears. Vikings. He's like Mojo. He picks without knowing the spread. I love it. That's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Mojo, go ahead. You're up. We'll come back to you in a second, okay? We'll go back well, to let the me tell you something, Stu God. Oh. Here's the thing, buddy. The Bears are four and nine. Mm. So anyone that's good at math is pissed off right now because they know the Bears have a 69% losing percentage. They're losers at 69. That combined with go pack go means we're taking the Vikings. Listen, that is why you are 18 and 10 on the season, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> this is accurate. Uh, Carter, go ahead before we go to Chris and then the coin. Go ahead, Carter. Uh, I'm going to go with the Vikings, too. Chris, go ahead. Make your selection here for our final game. Vikings, Bears, Bears plus three and a half. I, I'm, I, can't, I can't go with Mojo and everything, so I'm switching it up. I'm taking points, mm. taking the okay. Bears here. Okay, you don't seem happy about it. I got to be honest, not, Chris. <laughs> but I, I mean, I can't just keep taking everything that everyone else has taken. I mean, that never works out. That's that was last time I did that. That was my worst week. So, Jabba, I'm going to go heads Vikings, tails Bears. Okay, heads Vikings, tails Bears. He's flipping it. Tails. Ooh, you got the Bears. Hey, Carter, what'd you ask your dad for the holidays? Like, is anything good? What is he getting you? Uh. Nothing specific. Mm. No, not really. That's the <laughs> thing. It's it's the super jeweler promo that we're going to do at the end of the show is going to Mojo and understanding what Carter wants. He wants a new chain with a diamond eight pendant. Wow. Um, wow. So we're going to we're going to continue to promote super jeweler so that <laughs> not only can he get a engagement ring, my son can get a necklace so he can ball out and do mm-hmm. his job and score 20 points a game. That's his job. All right. If the, game, yeah, canceled, yeah. If the game's not canceled right due to win. Yeah, yeah. Win. <laughs> I mean, yeah. win. All right. So, uh, Mojo, the floor is yours. Promote the hell out of this jeweler. Let's go. Well, I think that Jabba just did an absolutely fantastic job promoting the jeweler i'll just add in as we've discussed that super jeweler is the number one 
online jeweler in the world, according to Newsweek. But I got something different for you guys for today because your boy has renewed his partnership with Celsius, baby. So nice. I'm doing the Celsius plug today. We got the can on the show. So if you want to be able to get hype and stay hype like Mojo, then go get yourself in a Celsius because it's energy that's clean energy. It's not all the trash like all those other energy drinks. We're talking seven essential vitamins with no crash, no jitters, 200 milligrams of caffeine unless you want the heat that's got 300. So drink 69 of them if you want to get to Mojo levels of hype and it's the best flavored energy on the market. So check it out. Celsius is the one. Let's not forget to promote Chris and everything that he's done. He's given us ice shakers. Mm -hmm. He has his own YouTube show. Why are we not promoting this and that aspect of creating a Gronkowski with ice shakers mm -hmm. and everything that he does? Why don't we go watch him do everything that he does? Get your ice shakers. Understand what it is mm -hmm. because it's seven refills and you don't have to refill your ice. I love that it. is exactly what it is. I love it. I mean, this is what family does for family. Tanner, you know? are you selling anything talk on the show anymore? This is great. Hey, Tanner, if you're driving, you want to promote anything? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> hey, the crazy part is, too, guys, he doesn't have to because Tanner is one of the greatest soccer players in the state of Nebraska. Nice. And he can do whatever he wants. He's okay. going to get a D1 scholarship. His his brother just went to college to play soccer but tanner's gonna be better than his brother uh carter you want to promote anything <laughs> i got nothing all right uh all right guys uh thank you i can't wait for next week uh holidays okay so we'll have some fun with that and uh carter and tanner you're welcome back <laughs> anytime you want okay all right sounds good carter i noticed you're in the back seat and tanner's driving is he like your driver, He's a super driver. <laughs> <laughs> we've got two other people in here Oh, you oh well, we should have asked all hey, who, who else, else is in there? Who Jackson else is in the and Derek. Jackson and Derek. Oh, Jackson. And Derek. Who does Jackson like in the Giants oh, game? Lord, <laughs> <laughs> Jackson, who do you like? Wait, who? Uh, who? Gi Giants, Kyle. Sure. And it's at, where is it? That Giants? Does, does that matter? Yeah. That's right. yeah. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking the Giants. I'm taking right, that a boy. Right, who else is in there? Hey, I, Derek. I got it. Uh, <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Oh, hey, I Giants. got a question. For Giants. The he said the Giants. <laughs> Go ahead, Mojo. I got, a, I got a question for the car. Do you guys all have the exact same barber? Because all four of you have the exact same Hand the phone around. Show everybody real quick. One, two, three, four. Same haircut. I woke out of bed. I ain't brushing nothing. Mojo, you are beautiful. <laughs> Seriously. All right, guys. Uh, you put a smile on our face every week. We love you. God bless football. God bless football. God bless football. All right, we have grown to love those guys. Mojo, <laughs> Chris Gronkowski, Jabba, uh, Jabba Chamberlain, and Tanner and Carter.
Yeah. <laughs> it's incredible, huh? We're now yeah. part of this family. And I, I think weird. I think you've been trying to be between us. I think you've been trying to find a way out of this and it seems as though there's there's no way out of this. It's <laughs> for the rest it's, of my life. <laughs> yeah, it's not not even when football season ends. It, it seems like you're gonna be producing a show for them. Yeah, but why? But job is good at it. I feel yeah. like they're all good at it. All three of them are good. They really are. I mean, especially Tanner. Yeah, Tan. I mean, Tanner's a star. I think we can all agree. Tanner's got a future in this. Uh, I yelled at him though. Yeah, well, I mean, he wasn't looking at the road when he was driving. What are you gonna do? <laughs> Ten and two, Tanner. Uh, so, which family are they a part of? Is it the uh, is it the Gronkowski family? The mo- it's the it's the Gronk family, right? Of course. Gronkowski, well, part of the Gronkowski family is what you're saying. I'm starting to think it might be we're we're all part of the Chamberlains, right? Because it seems like Jabba's assistant handles everything for everyone. Were you thinking what I was thinking? What were you thinking? Why does Jabba need an assistant? <laughs> it seems like he doesn't have a neighbor for 10 miles. I mean, <laughs> he's got nothing to do. <laughs> it may have crossed my mind. <laughs> do you think he'll get his assistant on next week? <laughs> yes, I Why do. Why would we have his assistant on next week? Why did we have Tanner on? I've, I've, there's no control anymore. We've lost. Well, Tanner it. makes sense. It's Jabba's son, right? That was no. That Tanner's was Jabba's son's friend. Oh yeah. Okay. So we know why we had Carter on. He's yeah, we know why we had Carter. Well, but Tanner was driving him. <laughs> I would also say, you don't know why we had Carter on, but why haven't we had BJ Upton on? That's the real question. <laughs> That's what we need to get to the bottom of. Oh God! All right, uh, fun episode, Billy. God bless football. Before we get out of here. Uh, do you want to promote our game on DraftKings again real quick for the audience? Yeah, go to dkng.co slash Levitard. Compete against me and Stugatz and maybe Tanner and maybe Carter and maybe Jabba and Mojo and Gronk and who knows who else is going to be participating. All right. Happy bowl season, Billy. Enjoy the Bahamas happy Bowl season. and the Tail Greeter Cure Bowl today. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. God bless football. God bless football, Billy. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.